Hey, hey, this is Cynthia, the host of Intuitive Essentials Podcast, and I am bringing you yet another intuitive beacon, spotlighting Maddie Murphy. Oh my goodness, she is this multi-hyphenated, multi-faceted, multi-talented soul that I cannot wait to share her gifts. She offers so many tools to the collective that I just couldn't wait to post this episode. We recorded it a few weeks ago and I was just looking for the right time. And I figured with all of the celestial bodies doing their thing this eclipsy season, this might give you some solace and some tools to help you settle in and ride out the rest of this wave. I have to say low key, I've been stalking Maddie for a while before I became one of her coaches in the Cosmic RX community. And it was just kismet the way we met. I'll have to point you to that episode on her episode sometimes, on her podcast sometimes, so you can hear how we connected. But today, it's all about Maddie, hearing a little bit on her journey, and then how she has come to be the cosmic consultant that she is. She brings astrology to us in such a relatable format. I absolutely love her. And I have kind of adopted her as my mentor to being an intuitive guide. All right, sit back, relax, and take a listen. Well, hello, hello. I am super excited today to be chatting with Maddie Murphy. She is an astrology goddess. I, you know, I've dabbled in astrology for a while, but like on a cursory level, I never wanted to like get in myself and start looking at my chart until I started hearing Maddie on the Cosmic RX radio. And you just talk about things so accessible and in a way that's understandable and relatable. And that made me want to dive in a little bit more to my chart. And so I think we've sat with each other a couple of times for readings, but Today, we want to talk about not just astrology, but any other tools that you use mm. um, to, you know, help people realign their lives, not just maybe in the personal side, but also on the business side, too, because I know there's some applications of at least astrology that I haven't gone deep into that maybe will come up in conversation today. Before we do that, though, let's talk a little bit how... You know, you got started in this realm. How did it all happen? (laughs) Um, How? Oh, my goodness. Probably just like yourself. It's the twisty, windy, nonlinear journey. Like, how did I end up here? I um, always was very interested in astrology, spirituality, energy, crystals, all of that, like as a child and probably early teen. But, you know, the world tells you, you know, as you get older, cast those childish things away. And I started to, you know, go to college and I wanted to be taken seriously. And I was in New York City and all of that, you know, realized pretty quickly at my Saturn return that I actually wanted none of that. I wanted, (laughs) so uh, my life imploded, you know, probably my higher self did it, but it did not, it did not feel like it was happening uh, for me at that time, but it was. And I slowly started to like, there's something interesting in your life implodes, right? Like I called off a wedding. I had no job. My parents got divorced. We sold my child at home in like a 10 day span. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was just like, 
and um, I'm like a cancer rising, which we're going to talk about. So home and family is like very important to me. So to be sort of, you know, out in the world for the first time with like, what I really felt like it was like this like blank slate or nothing that I used to define myself with was no longer uh, available in the way I was used to as a child and a teenager. Yeah. So I started to be like, okay, well, if I'm going to rebuild this life, I'm, I want to do it like very intentionally and really like fuck it on energy too because you're like well at this point like what do I have to lose I'm just <laughs> right so I started to get back into some um practices and, and things that were really helpful for me and at this time my mom also got diagnosed with breast cancer on top of all of that and so she went um and was studying about functional medicine and yeah um, how emotions live in our body and I started being like okay I really want to learn more about this so um long story long I ended up started my first business that was a, a juice business this was in 2013 2014 and it was like kind of new here in New York like ooh, what's green juice and oh like plants like <laughs> eating <laughs> dieting and having like no calories it could be like eating like for a reason and to help you and heal you right thought I was like this is it I made it I launched my own business this is like I did it you know like, like, my, my story is over like my my struggle story is over <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> like a whole new like you know ball of chaos to deal with and a whole level of yourself like every level of up leveling you need your tools for alignment yeah oh my goodness it's not a one-time thing the growth journey the expansion journey the questioning everything about yourself and your reality journey so yeah becoming an entrepreneur on my own with like three men and me it was a real wow like testament to me being like I have to cultivate my feminine power whatever that means to me like and I don't like this old way of doing business again I'm in New York in the Hamptons in Manhattan these two like areas of just some of the really like cheesiest greediest seediest business people you've ever met and I was like this is just not for me but I was like what is for me and how do I keep myself on track for my business for myself for my employees and I started being like everything. I just went down the rabbit hole. I mean, like, I need to figure something out. Like, so, you know, I uh, got attuned to Reiki, started working with crystals and the land and started doing, hosting moon circles for my friends who are also like entrepreneurs or kind of like passionate people, women who didn't know what, how to channel that. And um, then it just, again, once you go down that rabbit hole, there's no turning back. I right. Like, oh, I didn't expect that to become my full-time thing I was just doing that on the side like my husband's like your cosmic side hustle you do where you're just like slinging crystals and reading cars just for people who needed it that became like the more in demand than the business I had and the business I had had so many headaches and toxic things happening and, and it just was that moment of like I had another trip around the wheel of imploding the life it's like you gotta let go of that and I was like what again I gotta do this again let go of everything to be reborn so it's a very long story but it wasn't anything linear it wasn't anything I set out to do um but I love it I'm so happy to have arrived here but it's an important um story to tell because I think so many of us think well you have this one awakening and then you figure it out (laughs) and then you're good. No, it does not happen that way. I kind of wished it did, but as you were mentioning, you keep going around the wheel and then everything implodes again. And then you're like, oh shoot, I got to rebuild. I got to figure this out. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. What I will say though, is I feel like 
it, on some level gets easier because you know, okay, it's time. 100%. It's time. Now let's figure this ish out and, and we can be explicit here. It's perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> I was like, do you have the adult rating on the show? Sorry, yeah. I already dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> I'm such a Long Islander. I like <laughs> cannot express myself without cursing. I myself in that mode too. But no, I, I think, yeah, we continually grow. And as we grow, our tools change too. Yes, yes. I'm so happy you brought that up because I should mention that it's not that you're going around the wheel and every time is like you're stuck. It's like this, well, it's a, it's a staircase, right? It's a spiral staircase and you're going up and every time up, hopefully you've learned something where the trip around the circle gets a little easier. You've had some tools, you have to learn some new ones. Um, and like that is really funny when you think about the patterns in your life and you see, you're like, oh, I've been here. Oh, I've met you. Person that's here to <laughs> test me and challenge me. I've met you before. I know, let me go around in the toolkit. Oh, here we go. Let me work on my boundaries again. I laugh because I was talking about boundaries yesterday <laughs> and how we expect people just to know what they are. You got to communicate those bad boys. Mm -hmm. anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, so it's interesting that you say you kind of started with certain tools for certain reasons. I did too. First thing entree to me was essential oils. And then like, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh, I was meant to be doing something different than this corporate world stuff, nine to five, mm -hmm. every single day over the weekends, whatever it was. And that was my entree. So your entree, it sounds like it was like sort of the, the nutrition, you know, what we put mm -hmm. in our body is what we are. There were some crystals in there. There were the, the moon circles. When did astrology come in for you? Mm, oh, astrology and I have had a very lifelong love affair, but it wasn't until I really sealed the deal. You know, I, I asked her to, you know, make this official in like 2017, um, you know, growing up. My one aunt who I love so much and I credit so much for getting me into this work, my aunt Gail, um, she actually passed last November, but she was like, mm -hmm. oh, like, oh, gee, like she do my numerology, my cards every year, read my chart. And she would just drop things into conversation. Now, how I do, just like, oh, yeah, honey, you're in your Jupiter return. That's why. And I'd be like, what? And what? Up, but I always loved it, right? Because it made me understand myself more. It gave me real validation of things I was feeling. And it also gave me this like context of my life and this feeling also that like, oh, right, right, right. Life is mystical. Life is magical. It's just easy to forget that when you're down here living, living it and doing it. So always from her, I was interested. And then like, again, I kind of got into astrology. How I feel like a lot of people do is through the moon. Like I was just like, <laughs> the moon is really like our, our gateway, our portal. It's the room, like, it's outside our window, even if you don't care about astrology, you will exclaim on the night of a full moon, wow, look at the moon. Like there was just something about the moon that I kept being like, like I felt like she was literally stalking me. Like she'd be like knocking on my window, like, hey, <laughs> learn about me. Hello. Pay attention to me, like, hello. And so I started studying my moon sign, which as an adult was the thing that I felt like it finally all made sense because I'm a Virgo, but everyone's like, you know, this, that, everything about Virgos. I was like, kind of, I'm like that, but I'm a Pisces moon. So I was born on a full moon. So I carry the opposite energy. Oh, interesting. Me, which, 
Wow. Huge exhale of really like, oh, that's why I'm like this. That's why, yes, my Virgo wants to be the New York businesswoman and holding her own in the room and like taking things seriously and getting shit done. And then like my Pisces moon also like, but what about unicorns and the cosmos? And what about, and I'm like, and like, so, and like let's be a messy artist. And like, who cares about money and all this stuff? And I'm like, what is my inner like workings? I never, so understanding the moon sign and then working with the moon of just gathering for full moon circles, like I said, with my friends, made me be like, okay, there's something here. And I started reading, 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 reading. And then I met my dear friend, who's now a dear friend, Colin Bedell of Queer Cosmos. We got connected through a friend and I was like, who is this person? I love him. I have known him for lifetimes. We are obsessed with each other. And he, his unique, brand of astrology and how he brought everything through the historical lens, social justice lens, a secular like psychology lens. I was like, oh, this is what astrology can do. Like, whoa, this is so much bigger than a horoscope or a birth chart. This is like, so then I started studying with his teacher, Samuel Reynolds. Um, and that was, and, but I was nervous. I had imposter syndrome. I was like, I am not the scientific minded. I'm like, to be an astrologer, you have to have your little compass out. And- <laughs> graph into the charts and I'm like I'm not that's not me I'm not great with like following rules and like details and like you know I'm much more artistic visionary creative um but Colin just gave me that permission he's like it's right here in your birth chart this is what you're here to do and so it was very meta I was like I essentially got into astrology because it was in my birth chart (laughs) Ah! that is amazing so amazing and it's interesting. I never paid any attention to the moon except for the whole like, ooh, it's a full moon kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, things kind of go, can go wonky or strange or feel like really intense. But other than that, until until I stumbled across you, I didn't pay much attention to the moon. Other mm. than that. So now, now I, I have my moon journal. Great. And Great. I'm looking at the energies every day. I'm listening to your Great. podcast every Friday so I can get the energy report. But yes. I'm her ambassador. That makes me happy because now I work for her. I don't work for the man. I work for the moon. So the fact that now you are doing all of that, I'm like, are you happy, Mama Moon? Okay. <laughs> and if you're not, you all should be too. Pay more attention. Yeah, like, she's my boss. <laughs> so astrology. I made an assumption. So I'm going to step back for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Is that the tool of choice for you? Is that the tool you recommend to most people? Or are there other things? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I definitely start with astrology because to me, one of the reasons I really connected with astrology um, was because, again, my Virgo loves organization, loves a container, loves a function. I, you know, did start my spiritual journey, like whatever, 2012, let's call it. Um, and you just pick up all these tools along the way and you pick up all this stuff, but I had no idea how to start telling people what like. Like what, what do I start with? What, what do I want to teach them first? And then I was like, oh, astrology has this really cool map of like, yeah, like certain signs you're going to need this or certain times of the year in the zodiac wheel, you're going to want to focus on this. And then it helped me be like, like one big, you know, container store organizational framework of like, oh, and then I also realized, you know, I was, I had a coffee shop, a functional, like cool hippie, like latte coffee shop in Brooklyn. 
And it was really during like the rise of self-care becoming like the fuzziest buzzword ever. And then of course, you know, corporations and whatever capitalism does what they do and just made it like a business and made it stressful and made it all about products. And like, you have to do this, have to do that. And I was like, why is self-care become so stressful and so expensive? I was like, what is this? Right. So I was like, oh, I started figuring out like, oh, every sign of the Zodiac needs different self-care because like your self-care as an Aries isn't going to be my self-care as a Virgo. It might be overlapping. And I was like, what if people just focus on that, the self-care that made them feel really good. And a lot of it being, you know, free or things you could cultivate for yourself. A few nice products in there we like, but like, I was like, oh, this is so cool. So when I started realizing that as a tool, yeah, I had like many tools within that, but again, imagine like a very cool, those color contained, like color coordinated cabinets. I'm like, that's how I feel about astrology. I'm like, oh, you're in Aries. Here are the tools for you. There you go. Well, that is amazing to me. And I, I guess intuitively I knew that was sort of how it worked, but until you said it, it didn't click. It's like, Oh, so that I'm come to you see, what are my tools? Yeah. Time. I need something. <laughs> this isn't working anymore. <laughs> so that is super cool. So you, there's like all, just this chronology. This that's not the correct word, but this is Mm-hmm. It's compacted. It's compartmentalized just based on your is your sun sign, your moon sign, or a combination of them, and your rising, or all of the above. All of the above. I mean, it goes as deep as you want it to go with astrology. I always say, like, to me, there's like pillars of self care you can look up online. It's like emotional self care, like relational self care, and I'm like, wow, you can literally map that out each to a point in your birth chart. So you could learn about what you need in communications. You can learn what you need physically. You can. You can do all of that, but I will say the most valuable thing you can learn for your chart is your moon sign first. That's your emotional regulation, self-care, how you react to stimuli from the outside world and what you need to come into equilibrium, how you heal your inner child, how you just tend to that wild emotional goo landscape that makes us a human of like all of this swirls of emotions and feels and triggers and and even trauma or even just like feeling hangry comes up when our sign is not like moon sign shadow comes out um and then i would say from there your sun sign your sun sign is how you're meant to shine your light has a lot to do with your physical vitality what your physical needs are so i feel like starting with those two it covers a lot of bases right for us very cool. Cause I know some people are like, where do I start? What do I do? I just don't even know. So that's fantastic. I love that. Now with astrology, I know there are ways you can apply it in the business world too. And not saying you run a, an astrology chart for your business, but mm-hmm. like based on your chart, mm-hmm. what do you recommend to people that they do if they're wanting to start using astrology to help them in their business, whether mm-hmm. and not if even if they're like an entrepreneur they don't own their own business but their their professional life mm-hmm. um great question and and you can run a birth chart for your business it's a separate conversation but just in case someone like heard that and was like what like maybe i want to do that so you can everything has a birth chart states businesses tv shows like you can run a birth chart for it um but for yourself if you're looking to yes if you understand how to be a better entrepreneur, creative leader, change maker in your field. Um, the first thing I always like for people to look at is their North node. It's an mm-hmm. esoteric point in the chart. Whereas like obviously the sun and moon are luminaries that we quite literally see. And then the planets, you know, Mars, Mercury, Venus, those are planets that we again can, can see and sometimes we need a telescope. 
Whereas the North Node, and this is why I love it, it's just an esoteric point. It's just a mathematical calculation of the moon to us. And essentially, um, it really stems from Vedic astrology, um, but we you know, use it in all different kinds of astrological um, methodologies now. But it's essentially like your soul's North Star. Mm. It's your highest, what I call the capital S, capital P, soul's purpose. So yes, it's very much about your work. But it's more about like, how are you meant to do it? How are you meant to live? What are you here to stretch and expand into in this lifetime? And your south note directly opposite that will show you the gifts you already came into this lifetime with, but also some of the patterns you have to look out for getting stuck in. And it's kind of like your south node is your comfort zone and your north node is your cosmic zone and ties you into your calling. So when you understand your north node, again, every step of the way of my journey, I do have astrology to thank because I was doing all this stuff. Even after talking to Colin, I was like, okay, get it. And working in astrology, helping, healing people. Cool. But I was working very one-on-one with people and it just felt very slow for me. I was like, okay, the one-on-one, I was like, I'm working in New York city, just, just in my neighborhood alone. I got like a hundred thousand people I need to help. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, just on my block. I'm like, this is going too slow. Um, and then I had a reading with another amazing astrologer, um, Kira of the astrology. And she was like, oh, duh, like your North node is in Gemini. You're meant to be a teacher. Like, yes, you can help people, but you're really meant to teach them and, and teach and just break everything down into digestible little bits and talk, 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 talk. And my Chiron's in Gemini. So my wounded, my wound is around Gemini. So I was like, you want me to talk? And commute? like, I like the private, okay, come into my healing quarters and I'm just by myself. But I was like, oh, I hate like the social media, the blog, podcast, like all that felt like really overwhelming to me. So again, it's not your comfort zone, your North node. But once I started to just surrender to that and be like, okay, that's my map. I'm going to do it. It was just like the parting of the Red Sea. It was like, it felt like I was just swimming upstream for so long. So your North node and North node Gemini, that's my life purpose is to be curious is to connect, is to learn from people, is to question everything. I'm very Gemini, <laughs> like constantly turning things on its head. Um, and so that is, there, there's multiple like other things we can get into, but like that is a great start because again, it's your compass, it's your North Star. I love that. And when you explained the North Node to me, when we, I sat with you, I was like, oh my goodness, this explains so much because it was completely opposite from my South Node. All the... <laughs> The doing, 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 hands-on stuff in, in that corporate world was like past on that south side. But then the north node, it was all this stuff that I was edging into, the spirituality and the mm. woo. And I was like, I don't know what's going on here because all I could see was Aries everywhere. I'm like, well, what is this? What the fuck is going on? It helped explain. Okay, okay. So I'm going in the right direction. Now, how do I do this crap? So <laughs> I love the Aries energy. How do I do this crap? What is going on here? <laughs> so it made me feel better though to know that I hadn't completely lost my mind and I was headed in the right direction, but that's very helpful. So if if y'all are feeling lost out there don't know if you're going in the right direction with how you're making currency out there in the world or just your life's work and your purpose. Yeah. Take a look at that North node and that will be at least a starting point for you. I love, love, love that. Um, so 
I'm making mental note to myself. I need to come back to you for a business chart. So that's where my yeah. mind went. <laughs> mental notes. <laughs> but um, what is, so people, they start with astrology. They get this packet of self-care stuff that they can do. Mm-hmm. They know what their purpose is in life. What's another tool sometimes you might suggest to them? And I know it's going to depend mm-hmm. on every person, their situation, what they're trying to do, what's going on in their life. But is there something mm-hmm. kind of like is a segue for you beyond astrology? Or do you just mm-hmm. keep peeling back the onion on astrology for them? Mm. You know, obviously a lot of peeling back, but I think the three things that I'd like to scope, the tools, the category, again, everything's a category. This is now the category organizer within the box in the shelf. When you open it up and you're like, oh, there's in the container. This is how my my brain is for my mind. (laughs) Welcome to my brain. Um, So (laughs) when I open the container, I really think about, um, again, years ago, I was like, what are the three biggest like ailments that I see within myself? the things that I see us struggling with a lot in our society and in the beginning I was working with a lot of women now I'm just like literally like I'm like everyone come on down like women men envies like I don't care I'm like if you just want <laughs> more alignment and show up in a heart-centered way like please work with me but the beginning I was working with a lot of women so I was looking around and this was in like yeah 2016 2017 like we have like a lot going on I mean to like where, where are we starting and I looked at the things that I saw a lot especially you know, my fellow like New York hardworking women, I was like, we're dealing with a lot of like self-loathing, like self-hatred, mm-hmm. self-criticism, the mind, the, the ways that our minds have worked against us because of us a little bit, how the brain works, but more from the cultural, the social, like just breathing the air of like inherent unworthiness. <laughs> and like, I was like, ooh, okay. So, so then I was like, okay, well, if that's self-loathing, then self-love is the other, okay, self-love. We got to work on that. Okay. And right. I was like, What's the other thing? I'm like, well, I see all these women who are so smart and so brilliant, not trusting themselves or not knowing which way to turn or just feeling so influenced by everything around them. And of course, like we have a whole career named influencers. So I was like, okay. okay well, the opposite of influence to me is like intuition. Like, okay, then how do we cultivate tools for more intuitive knowing, more self-trust, more checking in with the gut, more like remembering that we're like, what we actually see in the world is only a very small percentage of what's going on. And like, we can tune in to the other realms. We just need to like basically unlearn everything we've ever <laughs> learned and then begin to dive into some pretty, like as you say, like woo woo practices. And then the last thing, and this is maybe like my favorite is I was like, well, also I was like, again, the self-care thing. I was like, I'm watching people do the self-care. I'm watching even my clients at the time manifest crazy, amazing things, but then there was so much stress. Mm. And it wasn't like coming from a place of ease or alignment or flow. And then I was like, oh, because we're doing this all led with a lot of pressure. We're doing it very toxic masculine, again, very capitalist society. Like, oh, I got the business, I got the job, I got like the partner. And and I've been there and this is very much me too. I was like, I'm doing it all. And I was like, what if we instead like swap out pressure for like pleasure? And like, how do we begin to then see again, like those tools. So self-love, intuition, pleasure is always like what I kind of like the, the framework within the framework I come back to. So for a lot of my clients and people I work with, I'm like, like everything to me can usually boil down to one of those things of like how to get into more alignment. So, you know, I love a mindset hack. You, you mm. get the mind on board. The mind is such a wild, wacky, amazing supercomputer, but like we, we have to learn how to work with it. Right. And like, yes. And also sometimes be like, mind, 
sit your ass, sit your butt down. Like yeah. go, go in the back seat for a second. <laughs> like the heart's <laughs> taking the wheel. <laughs> um, so mindset work. And then in terms of like intuition and spirit practices, I think everyone could use. The first thing I always talk about is like energy hygiene, like clearing your energy, Woo-hoo. knowing that that, and you are obviously like the queen and goddess of helping people with that, reminding people oh. of that. Cause I forget all the time. I'm a cancer rising. I should know all the time. Like, oh, I'm just a sponge for all this energy, you know, especially cancer placements are, <laughs> we absorb a lot of energy. So I'm like, oh, so that just, to me, energy hygiene and remembering you have energy and knowing how to care for your personal energy field, whether that's taking a salt bath or going to nature or booking a session with someone like you, it's almost that thing of like, because again, a lot of us know what we're here to do. We feel it, we're into it. It's just, we get like so cluttered with other people's stuff, like, right? Their expectations, emotions, feelings, their confusion. Um, And then the pleasure part, I'm like, I would just tell people like, can we just like let it feel good? It's sometimes, sometimes it's just a symbol of a reframe or like, can you just do something, put everything down and actively feel good? Play, right. dance, like you do, do a self-pleasure practice, go feel sexy. Like, and just even the reminder and the permission that doesn't have to be hard all the time is something, that, again, me with my Virgo, I have a lot of Irish background, which is very like, if you're not working hard and struggling, like you're not even doing life right. So right. I'm oh, right. This permission that I could just like, let it be easy. I can rest. I can have fun. I can be silly. And so coming back to those three things and tools under those, and I hope I like, again, there's thousands no. of categories, but those are things that I come back to a lot with checking with myself. Like, I love that. It's a great way to look at it, that um, it doesn't have to be a specific tool that you go to or someone recommends to you. It could just be like, go to that container that, container. and say, okay, I need more pleasure in my life. I am now giving mm-hmm. myself pleasure, mm-hmm. permission to pleasure. And it exactly. gets to be easy now in that little box. What can I go and do and use? And exactly. yes, I love that way. Exactly. That. It's like if you had a big playroom for your child and they were like, okay, it's a rainy day and they're feeling re- like, okay, what do we need? Okay. Oh, you know what? You know how you're feeling a lot of self-doubt why you're not feeling great. It's like you didn't plug into your intuitive practice. So let's go in the box. Right? Is that a tarot card? Is that a meditation you would do? Is that an energy clearing? Is that like you need to connect into your guides, your ancestral team? And then it's like, oh, right. That's probably what I need to just whoop, get me feeling back into alignment and flow. Love that. What I want to mention though, because this just downloaded, it like crashed downloaded into me is that so many folks I've been touching base with of late it's almost like they want a prescription given to them mm. and they forget that this work while you can get support and there's so many people you can hold their hand and take them along with it but yeah you actually have to do the thing someone mm-hmm. can't do it for you and you have cool. to be in it to win it and not be resistant to it I had to tell yeah. too many people lately like I feel resistance let's talk about this because I can't help you until we clear this and you know that you gotta do some work too I'm not doing this for you I love I love your Aries energy and this is where every sign is a superpower you're like yeah, those Aries can't put boundaries without Aries and I appreciate your Aries boundaries there being like I can't do this work for you so let's talk about where the resistance is from um and yeah I mean you know as a Virgo Virgo shadow energy can be like rescuer hero complex like Virgo is like the servant leader the helper the, the maiden who wants to share her harvest and so it can get so like 
yeah, I've been there in my career where I was like, I do want to help you. I'm going to jump. Oh, like you're, you fell off your boat and you're like stuck in the seaweed and like, get, I'm, I'm going to jump in with you. And then I'm like, now I'm like cold and wet and like kind of also drowning and like, I can't help anyone from here. So I had to learn, yeah, about staying in the boat and just being like I'm gonna just coach you through and give you the tools and like actually I'm serving you much better I'm safer I'm more secure more stable for you and I'm also teaching you something that you can use again so like yeah I think that it is hard you have to show up you have to you have to be in it to win it like you said you have to have an intention and this work it's important to seek you know healers and teachers and mentors and elders and community but like it is just you at the end of the day like Cynthia can tell you all the things to do and you can even do like, you know, the, the codes, you can release things. You, you have, you have healing superpowers, but still, if I'm going to go back into the same patterns or same mindset or same things I was doing before the session, then I'm going to expect the same results, right? Exactly. You get this shit stuck back all over again. You have to redo it. I'm, I'm not a fan of looping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not recommend the looping. <laughs> love that oh you've given us some amazing ways to take a look at this i'm just like oh, drool factor mm -hmm. and i'm thinking like, we, we need to collaborate at some point on oh, something 100%. but yeah. <laughs> 100%. um i i know that you have a variety of different ways that people can tap into community to get that support mm -hmm. knowing that they're going to have to do the work themselves but um mm -hmm. i absolutely love your cosmic rx community mm -hmm. and you now have this super duper cool <laughs> private platform so tell us about that yeah no um just community community is so important and I've, again, every time in my life, I just said like the work you do is on your own and you do, you do that in your own container and you, you figure it out. But then like, I feel like being in community is what helps you see a reflection of the person you're becoming and see those changes. And it allows you to grow and support and not like a evolve and expand in a way that feels like supportive and nourishing and where you get to be seen and held and witness. I carried all the stuff in my head for years. And it wasn't until yeah, I started doing the moon circles. I started feeling like, oh, that's, oh, there's almost like a high that comes from sharing and being seen and witnessing others. And then every step of the way where I was doing my inner work, it was like the real explosion happened when I allowed myself to be vulnerable or to show up mm -hmm. for others in service and community. And so we started thinking about that a lot in like 2019, like late 2018, we were doing events in the city and New York City and people were starting to message us like, oh, I wish I could come, but I don't live there. And Audrey, my business partner, work wife, she just has a very like tech visionary element of her. That is not me. I have, my visionary thing is like, ooh, where are we going as a humanity? What do we need? Like, let me plug in, like, let me see your potential. But tech stuff, I'm just like, eh, like, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't, I'm just like, if someone's meant to find me, they'll find me. That was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like literally like like find me on a hill somewhere. <laughs> Good for you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> so she was always thinking about things and yeah, how can we get this out to more people and how can we do things? So she created like this digital community again in 2018, 2019. And it was like, okay. It was like taking off. We had some amazing people there, but we're like, oh, like I think people don't really get it. They're like, we're gonna hang out on Zoom and what? And like do a moon circle on Zoom. Then COVID hit and everyone's yeah. like, so you have this online community. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Zoom, we get it. We're all on Zoom now. So like, 
that really took off. And then um, I was looking at the astrology for 2021 and, and beyond when the next decade and 20 years is all about community. And I told it to Audrey, it's like community, like we're pretty startups, like this community care. Again, we've learned about self-care, very important, but now like community care and, and what does that look like? And also like, can we practice that in our digital community space and then bring it out into the world with these same, again, just like retraining our brain that capitalism and American society, especially it keeps us very hyper rugged, toxic individualism. <laughs> Everyone's on their own, their own bootstraps. And I'm like, what? Pass. I don't want that anymore. So like, our, our new way is very community focused. So I think me telling Audrey this, she was just like, you know what? It's like, no, I hate Facebook, Instagram. I already hated Facebook. And I was like, yeah, and Instagram, I was like feeling iffy about, but she's like, let's just make our own thing. And I was like, what? Are you? Oh. Like that? <laughs> that was even, I know it was not. Is that a thing? Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. And then I started again, looking at the astrology and I was like, obviously we, we know Facebook is like, just became like a weird landfill of stuff. And then even Instagram a few years ago, I was looking at the astrology of it and I was like, it did what it had to do. It was about, it was born during Uranus and Aries, the revolution of self, the selfie. <sighs> I can be anything I want to be now because of Instagram, right? Like I don't need a gallery to tell me I'm an artist. I don't need a record label to tell me I'm a singer. I don't need an agency to tell me I'm a model. Oh, that was so cool. Like that was so cool, right? But now we're in the next iteration of our society. And I'm like, okay, now that... And now we have to bring it into the, again, self-care and to community care. So mm. this like more hierarchical, like parasocial relationship of Instagram. I mean, like I follow someone, but there's no like engagement. It's not in a circle, right? It's not the moon circle vibe. It's right here. It's so we were like, let's create a non-hierarchical community space. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And to Audrey's credit, she built all of that like from scratch. And I was, I was like truly like a little kid watching it, like, what are we? This is crazy, but it feels really good. And I definitely encourage anyone listening, like, we're still going to use Facebook and Instagram. They're not going away anytime soon, but I do encourage you to find and foster and seek community, especially if you like really need it for your business or for your emotional, spiritual health to find things off of those platforms. Um, yeah. Come join ours. But like, it's, it's just, it's just a different, and also for me, I'm just like inherently, I'm like, I don't want to be having these like sacred conversations and having these connections on like, I'm sorry, like Mark Zuckerberg's platform. Like, gotcha. <laughs> it's, like, it's like having like a healing circle in like the den of like a villain from like a bond. Right. Like, it's just the vibes are off in here, man. Like the vibes are off. Just like big brothers watching. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so I add in there to find communities that kind of vibe with you that don't just force yourself in mm -hmm. find ones that feel good to you. And you might have to test it out for a Absolutely. month or two or whatever it is and then pop back out. And if it's one that won't let you test it, is it even the one for you necessarily? So I would say that, but I stay and I've, I've bounced in and out a bunch of them, but Cosmic RX is one that I absolutely love and I stay in it. Now, mm -hmm. my energy is one where I have to ease in and out of community because I'm a hermit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I love about Cosmic RX because it's affordable, number one. There's a little something, something for everybody. 
but then I can ease in and out. And when I come back in, it's like, I never left. Mm, that's so beautiful. I love that. I love that about yours. That's oh. So oof. before we end up, cause I want you to share a quote of anything that's kind of downloading to you right now, but um, is there anything else you want to share with folks who might be trying to realign their life? They don't mm. know where to go. They don't know what to do. We've given them a bunch of different tools that they can consider and take a look at, but if they're just mm-hmm. in a state right now, they're feeling completely lost because I know so many people mm-hmm. are, they're carrying so much around with them. Mm-hmm. What would you say to these folks? Mm. Oh, first of all, I wish I could just—I do wish I could just hug each and every one of you. I know it's so—it's so intense being a human. Like, what? Especially now, like we signed up for this, right? Let me see that contract again. Let me see that fine print. <laughs> um, you know what? I would tell you, like, if you're listening to this and that resonates with you, I'd say it's—it sounds cliche, but it is true to like trust the process. Like that one little shift right like that one percent doing stuff just showing up a little bit for yourself it's the best investment you'll ever make and the little shifts they add up over time but like it's like anything like you can't do it for one day and you know like I can't do one day of working out and be like why don't I have a six pack and I get it but like this work is the little shifts lead to the big holy shift moments in your life and um also like the other thing I would say that's coming through and I guess I have to say it because I think my guides are putting it on my brain to just remind people like you're not alone you're not alone in this like I could cry so so I guess I know I have to tell the message of like I think we're more held than we realize like we are more held than we realize and it can feel like you're doing it alone but I don't you know I don't know everyone's individual story listening to this but I do know you have a team of spiritual advisors, angels, ancestors, ascended masters, animals, just spiritual allies and beginning to just ask and receive support from that other realm. Again, there's something that's so comforting about that. So I guess that would be my answer. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I actually teared up a little bit because when you said you're not alone, I believe that um, when we chatted on your podcast, that's what came through for me too. I think people just need that message. Yeah. So that's so cool. So cool. All right. So before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you want to share with folks that you can help them out with, that you can assist them with, that you want to let them know about other than this fantastic cosmic arts community? Yeah, I mean, just you know, come come on over, Cosmic RX community. Like we have a whole host of resources that I like. My favorite tools. We have a free option. You can just get your, you know, community on, get your connection on. We have like a nine dollar a month option where you can get my Moon Guide that I write. It's like thirty pages of everything going on that month, astrologically, rituals, tools, horoscopes, and again, just community. Come new moon and full moon gathering to me. Again, small steps, checking in with yourself on the new moon and full moon. Twice a month, you would date with yourself and your heart and your intuition and your vision and your higher self. Just those like two things a month. And you don't have to do it forever, but just give me six months of working with the new moon and full moon. And you're going to feel yeah, some of that, that big holy shift energy. Yay. I know you said you're not alone. Is there another quote that you really like that you want to share with folks as we close out today? 
Yeah, I, I brought it up to you earlier, but one we were talking a lot about this, you know, self-love, intuition, pleasure. And a lot of that is just to live in, in flow versus force, right? Like, and a lot of that is about living in alignment and trust. And there's something so beautiful about having almost like radical, rebellious, almost like almost irresponsible level of trust in like yourself in the universe. And I think that from that, I always tell myself and my family and my clients, and it's been told to me many times of just like, you are trust the reroutes in life, trust the moments where you feel like you're going on a detour and you're like, oh no, this is awful. Just be curious about what happens there and trust like the block is usually the blessing and your rejection is normally your protection. And once you allow that to be true and you trust into that, it's like the universe can then actually take you on the path you're meant to go on. But when you're holding on to that resistance and you're like clenching it and white knuckling it on what you thought should have happened or how it should have gone, you kind of miss. Like again, you're you're getting upgraded. You're getting, you know, put in first class. You're being taken on the scenic route. Like just trust, trust the universe, trust your higher self, trust your guides. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite like mantras and quotes. Like your block is your blessing, your rejection is your protection. I love that it gave me chills and tingles all over the place. I think that is, oh, where are we going to leave it today? <laughs> I, I love being in your energy. You always help raise my vibration. You help mm-hmm. me to my frequency. So I appreciate you so much. And thank you for coming on here. Mm, same to you, Cynthia. Thank you for having me on. This is so special. Oh, all right now, y'all. I will be back in touch again very soon. Love me some Maddie Murphy. Woof. I hope you got as much out of that as I did. Now, if you want more from Maddie Murphy and the Cosmic RX, you can, of course, go and follow both on Instagram. I'll drop those uh, links in the show notes. It is the Cosmic RX, and I am Maddie Murphy. But you may also, and really should consider if you are an astrology aspiring buff or even an expert, I guarantee you're going to get some, an extra extra if you dive on into their free yet private community off of all the other social media webs, right? It's this curated community of folks who are all into the woo, learning more about astrology and energy. And I actually teach in there on human design. So you can go ahead and find in the show notes a link to join that free community. But if you wanted to just pay $9 extra a month, Maddie and her business partner, Audrey, also offer more tools. It is such a really cool way that they present things about what's going on in the astro atmosphere and the moon reports that they provide and it's just for a slight bump up in that same private community. I also offer exclusive discounts in that community so that's one way to learn more about what we have going on here at Intuitive Essentials. If you are loving the show, I I beg you, I really do to share these episodes, okay? That's one way to get more of these tools to more of our friends and our family and our loved ones' hands. So share and rate and review because that raises 
visibility on all the listening platforms, right? Let me know that you've done so. Just contact me in any of the ways that you want to. You can get those links in the show notes as well. And when you let me know you've shared, you rated, you reviewed, I'm going to add you into the drawing on a monthly basis to get a complimentary session with me. Yes, and you're able to choose a couple different tools that you might want to work on in that session. Oh, loved, loved, loved sharing this particular intuitive beacon. And we will be back with more guests moving forward. But I'm also going to continue doing some solo episodes. And I feel one brewing in me and might even have to be a bonus before the next week on human design and the ebb and the flow in our identity. Yep, I said it. Stay tuned.